0: is there going to be enough money his kid doesn't like me i can't talk about that on
1: camera and I, this can't go in the camera welcome back to bravo breaking news this week on the real housewives of orange county shannon Storms spador is once again storming off but not before she revealed some pretty serious relationship bombshells we got insights into even more secrets about shannon and john as the ladies continue to turn on her one by one. We, of course, are going to break it all down, but before we do, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So this week was basically the Shannon Bedore show. Um,
0: Everything kind of revolved around her, and the episode started off with everybody getting ready for her National Taco Day fiesta. We have um, Heather and Gina on the phone talking about the event, And of course, we know that Heather and Shannon are not in a good place. So instead of going to the party, Heather's like, I guess I have to drive all the way to Huntington just to talk to Shannon because she somehow needs like all day to set up for this like party. Who knows why? So Heather's going to go talk to Shannon, but Gina is just going to bow out altogether. She's like, you know what? I'm out. The other night was crazy. Shannon and I are not in a good place. And I have this charity event to go to with Emily anyway, so I don't know. It's already starting one by one. Gina's the first one. And, you know, Heather's going to go meet up with Shannon and see if maybe they can resolve things before the party, too.
1: Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Yeah, talk about an awkward time to host a party, you know, fresh off the heels of this doppelganger party where Shannon left in a huff. Weird. Weird. And basically screaming at everyone. But the thing about Shannon that she doesn't realize is her reaction and her defensiveness makes things so much worse. It's like I I feel that her and John's relationship wouldn't be such a hot topic if she didn't react this way and storm off and say, this is going to ruin us. And it just like feeds the fire, even though she's trying to do the opposite. So... Heather goes to see her, you know, she sits down and she says, listen, I'm sorry that you're upset. She said something interesting in the way she phrased it. She said, I never initiated a conversation about your relationship. So to me, that means, yes, I did talk about your relationship, but I never, I didn't start it, you know? And she said, Shannon said, Heather, you're alluding that there's horrible things going on that I've told you. And I kind of see where Shannon's going with that because Heather keeps saying, I didn't share everything, you know, and that kind of implies that there's more sinister things or darker things that she hasn't said, but... Again, Shannon just keeps making it worse. I don't know. What was your what was your take on this conversation? I
0: mean, it was crazy. It's like in the moment, Heather is not taking accountability for talking about Shannon's relationship. But then you shipped over to the confessional and Heather is blah, 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 saying this and that about Shannon and mm-hmm. John's relationship. You know, she's like, there are more, but I'm not going there. But then they cut to confessional and she's like, you know, Shannon's drunk she always calls people when she's drunk and tells them all these things and it's like Heather I don't know like how the season progresses I don't think that Shannon and Heather you know end on good terms because obviously I think they film confessionals later in the season or after the Mm -hmm. season wraps and this is when Heather is divulging all of this information that she has refused to divulge on camera during the season prior so it's like Heather which is it are you keeping your mouth shut Or
1: are you saying everything on camera in the confessional? I think she was keeping her mouth shut, and then she got sick of it and just went ham in the confessional. But there's definitely a pattern because Heather, Gina, Emily, and Tamara are saying that Shannon has a tendency to drink, then pick up the phone, or have a conversation about her relationship and things that are going on, and then she just doesn't remember And so, and that's something that Tamara has said for years, you know, that Shannon would call me crying in the middle of the night and there was always a crisis. And so I think that there is some truth to that. Like, maybe Shannon doesn't realize how much she's divulging to these ladies.
0: Oh, definitely. And then we hear this kind of shocker that almost contradicts what I was saying a few weeks ago. Shannon's basically saying, oh, John's so private. John's so private. And Heather's like, no, he's not. You've actually told me that he loves being in the limelight. And that's like one Mm -hmm. of the reasons why he's with you. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, this contradicts everything that Shannon has been saying this whole time and contradicts my theory of like how John like kind of wants to lead a normal life in Newport and like, you know, kind of, you know, live a normal life, be a good person in the community and kind of uphold this status. Meanwhile, it kind of seems like he's just around her for clout,
1: and I just—it's not making any sense to me. No, I think he wants it both ways, and sorry, dude, doesn't work like that. So of course, Shannon takes off her mic, storms off, says, "I'm done," flees the flees the scene, and it's like, okay, let's do a storms count—one for this episode. Um, so far, so far, yeah, exactly. So then we get you know, Emily's great scene with the exoneree who she's working with through the Innocence project. And I just love that whole storyline because it really shows us a different side to Emily. And I would, I would love to see more of that, you know, less focus on these relationships for these women in their fifties and, Oh, are you going to get married? Who cares? Who cares? I don't know why there's so much pressure on are Shannon and John gonna get married? Like they're in their 50s, they both have kids already, they've both been divorced. Who cares? I would want to see I want to see more of Emily doing her thing, you know, with her charitable work. And then she takes a break, she calls Shannon on FaceTime to apologize, and it goes left real quick. Same as Heather's conversation it ends up with Emily basically yelling at Shannon and saying, you know what? You don't own up to anything. You don't take accountability for your part. Always want to play the victim. And, You know, it's always someone else's fault. And yeah, it's just like, Shannon, you're kind of losing all of your allies here.
0: Yeah, you know, like I loved seeing Emily's charitable work, but I'm just going to be real here. I'm here for the drama. I'm here <laughs> to see Emily and Shannon fighting on FaceTime. That was like such an epic moment. And they're kind of both breaking the fourth wall here. Like Emily's basically saying, you're saying all of these things off camera and not owning up to them on camera. Like we are on a reality show. You need to show your real life. And this whole time, Shannon is just like trying to keep these things hidden. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's not going to work out for her. And, you know, Emily says, you know, you're Jekyll and Hyde. I'm tired of it. You know, they end in a screaming match. Emily's like, I I don't want to do this on FaceTime. Like I'm done. But then she can't hang up the phone. She's like throwing it on the table. like, <laughs> And I you just hear really Shannon like continuing to yell and she's just trying to hang it up. And then basically it's like another one bites the dust. Emily's not coming. You know, we had Gina. Now we have Heather and then Emily. So that's half the party we learn. And it's just hilarious because Shannon, her track record this episode, man,
1: it's not looking good. No. So she storms off again. For the second time, and okay, so now we're at two. She's like, "No more cameras, you know. I'm done in my life. I'm done with this." But then she starts saying things to producers, and the camera is still rolling. And she says, "You know, does he? My my relationship problems are normal. You know, does he spend enough time with me? Is there going to be enough money? His kid doesn't like me, and they're still filming." So. I'm not surprised that, you know, she's saying these things to other people when she thinks she's not being filmed. I don't know. The whole thing is just confusing because she keeps saying, I can't talk about this on camera. Meanwhile, it's clear this camera pointed at her.
0: This can't be on the camera. Meanwhile, the camera like zooms in on her as she's like looking directly at it. Did they think they stopped recording? Like, no, the camera is directly pointed at you. And I think (laughs) Shannon is maybe someone who doesn't always think before she speaks, you know, she gets heated in the moment and just like, you know, says whatever comes out. And I think this is one of those moments where she, you know, said some things in the heat of the moment and is going to look back and regret them because obviously it's going to ruin their relationship and all of this, even though John is maybe loving the attention. I don't know. This is just crazy. But I am living for the Shannon of it all. She is carrying this episode and and giving me so much life every time she storms offset is just it brings me a little bit more joy. <laughs> and it's just like so fun to watch.
1: So, you know, she did reveal that they, she at least has some concerns about finances and that she doesn't get along with John's son. And so, those are some pretty big issues, I think, to have in a relationship. And, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that she was the one who ended up bringing that forward. You know, it wasn't just gossip.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the ladies are telling her to be real. And instead of, like, talking to them about it one-on-one, she just decides to stare directly into the camera and, and tell us. So <laughs> I'm I'm cool with whichever way she wants to do it. Yeah, exactly. So then we finally get to the party, and she is, like, crying as she's setting up the table she's like you know half my guest list is gone and she's like you know put so much effort seems like she's been
1: there for hours setting literally, up literally this- it took her all day to set up this party and it's for what was supposed to be 16 guests ends up being eight guests
0: i guess so yeah so we have tamra and eddie taylor and her husband and jen and ryan show up and then maybe another person i'm not sure but like that's not yeah. that ex- yeah. oh that Random girl. Yeah, I don't know who she was. Random girl. So I don't know. That's
1: the extent of the party. But, you know, they still managed to whoop it up. Yeah, they did. I mean, it looks really pretty. And, you know, they start off with a toast. They're having tequila. Looks like everyone's doing shots. So, of course, it's going to be a good time. They toast to Shannon and John's relationship, which, of course, that's going to, you know, set off the conversation. And John says, you know... is it perfect? No, nobody's relationship is. Then we get Tamara saying in confessional, you know, I think Shannon and John's relationship looks good on the surface, but I'm not so sure about what's underneath. And she kind of says, she wonders if Shannon is hiding something deeper. And Jeff said the same thing. I mean, like, at this point, it's got to be, you know, like the things that she revealed are
0: worrisome, definitely. But for her to be this upset about everything, storming off one, two, three times, probably more throughout the season, there's got to be something deeper going on. And so I guess I don't really blame the ladies for really trying to like get it out of her, even though she doesn't really want to talk about it on camera. It kind of seems like she's deflecting. You know, they bring up how she's kind of bringing up Gina and Travis and, you know, asking how they are. Or are they OK? What's the deal with their relationship? And Shannon kind of like has this excuse. She's like, you know, I care about Gina. I helped her with her DUI. If it weren't for me, Child Protective Services would have come and gotten her kids. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, Gina says later in the episode, and I'm team Gina on this one, there's no way your kids are going to get taken away from you from one DUI. Okay, that that's just completely not true. And then second of all, it's giving... Bethany and Luann, because mm-hmm. obviously this week, Bethany has been getting a lot of hate for being hypocritical about, you know, calling Luann all of these names when she's like, you know, berating Ariana for doing the same to Rachel. However, she keeps saying, oh, well, I saved her life. Oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, I got her out of jail or whatever Bethany actually did.
1: That doesn't really make it okay for you to treat her like shit now. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that was so many years ago. So, you know, one act of kindness, while it was definitely appreciated, you can't hold that over someone's head for the rest of their life. And they showed flashbacks. Shannon loves to talk about it. And I'm sure Gina just wants to move past it. You know, why does Shannon want to keep bringing up her DUI, which was the darkest time in Gina's life? And it's because she wants to, you know, remind her that she kind of has this over her and has this little bit of control over her and that she owes Shannon in some way. I think it's gross. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, they they end on a fun note. They get the tequila gun out. Tamara's squirting everyone. Taylor falls down. I love seeing, I just love watching them fall. I think it's so funny. And, you know, they had a great time, even though it was a small party. We do see Heather and Terry sign they're, you know, finalized their penthouse in Los Angeles. And then we get a tour and Nikki shows up and there's, sh- you know, she's showing everyone around the, the new place designed by Roberto Cavalli, which is amazing. I mean, but I have to say I wasn't that big of a fan of the decor. I thought, I don't know, the furnishings, the finishes. I didn't love it. What did you think? I mean, one word like gaudy gaudy a f yeah. like
0: what what materials were on the doors like suede and like stone yeah like that it's like it's just like like you always say it's like much do less do less it's like do, do less yeah every every like every finish and every corner and every knob is just like so over the top and i get it you know that's kind of her style though you know her old house in OC is gaudy as well. But like, I don't
1: know. It's uh, definitely not my style. (laughs) Definitely not my style either. But anyway, you know, they're rich as fuck. And would I take it? Sure, I'll take that penthouse designed by Roberto Cavalli. She can switch out the furniture.
0: And but what was with the whole NDA thing? I'm confused about she won't reveal information about their old house. She said like, they sign an NDA. So whoever bought their old
1: house, she can't reveal who it is? Or what was your takeaway out of that? I mean, if someone's paying $55 million for a house, they probably, you know, there's a good chance they're well-known or at least a public figure of some sort. And so I think she just, A, couldn't disclose much, but B, also didn't want to disclose much until she knew it was final, final. But yeah, it's interesting that she's making this big decision And they're pretty much keeping it a secret. You know, everyone's going to be shocked when she says, oh, we sold our house and we're moving next week. I'm sure everyone's going to say, I'm sorry, what? The house that you spent 17 years building that we never heard the end of? Now you're leaving? Yeah, I don't know. I'm still confused
0: by it all. But basically, she has a shit ton of money and she loves to spend it. And I kind of love to watch her do it. So there's that. Um, So then the episode ends on a scene, which I think is the only scene that we have Shannon not storming off this episode. Um, So she's meeting Emily for brunch. And I just got I I always love watching the housewives like, you know, what they order at the restaurant, Mm -hmm. drinks, food, etc. We know Shannon's always on a diet. She asks the waitress, you know, like, what's low fat here? What's good? And she's like, oh, the summer salad. Cut to I'll take a cheeseburger medium well. I just... But hold the bun. Hold the bun. Hold the bun. No bun. Okay. But they like cut that out really to just, you know, focus in on the cheeseburger. And Shannon is me. You know, as much as I think I should order the salad, I always end up with the cheeseburger
1: too. So... But see, I love... That's why Emily has my heart because she just goes for it. You know, she just says, I want the burger. Yes, I want the bun. Give me the full loaf. Yeah. (laughs) And... You know, that's, I say, if you're going to go for it, go for it. But they, you know, Emily kind of apologizes for the FaceTime the day prior or whatever. I don't know the timeline of this, but they make it seem like it was the next day. Emily apologizes, you know, she kind of gets teary eyed and Shannon kind of just brings up Heather and basically just starts going in on Heather saying, you know, I think it's Heather is insinuating these awful things. She's manipulative. She's calculating. And Emily finally had to say, okay, enough about Heather. I want to talk about us. And it's just, you know, Emily did seem sincerely apologetic to Shannon. I don't know. They, she claims that she cares so much about her as a friend. I think really friends do you think outside of the show
0: no that's what they were saying this whole time like oh our close friendship oh I value our friendship I'm like right just got close this season like I don't think you guys have really been close in the past but it seems like they're really really trying to hold on to this friendship and I don't really know why but you know Emily definitely did seem genuine in her apology but I don't think Shannon really cares about Emily's apology or wants or needs Emily's apology. I think it's really Heather that she has the issue with. I think she is very quick to accept Emily's apology and move on with her because she knows at the end of the day, at least she believes that Heather is the one who instigated this all. Do you agree with that statement? I know we've talked about it. This has been going on for several episodes. Is Heather to blame for you know, starting this whole thing about Shannon and John? Or is it the other ladies that have
1: brought it up on camera? I think Heather plays a big part because I think Heather knew what she was doing when she talked about it with other women off camera. She knew that she could keep her hands clean, but also get something out there. But I don't think she's entirely to blame because it was Tamara who took the bait and started talking about it on camera. So... Yes, I think Heather played a big part in it. I don't think she's the sole you know, bearer of, of this responsibility. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. At this point, all of the ladies are meddling in it. Everybody is responsible, Shannon herself included. So mm-hmm. I don't know how this is all going to play out, but we know that Shannon and John break up at some point. And I have a feeling that we are just headed for disaster. But I'm kind of here for the Shannon show. She is bringing it. I loved last night's episode. I cannot wait for more. So we will be back to cover it all. Make sure you guys subscribe so you don't miss any more recaps and Bravo breaking news.
1: See you next time.